This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. We'll start off today's show inside the Delcor Players Lounge with Garrett Saylor. Garrett Saylor, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. I ain't going to lie. I'm nervous. You remember your first start at East Carolina and how nervous you might have been? Yeah, yeah. My first my first appearance at East Carolina freshman year, I didn't have my jersey on. I didn't have my cleats. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we were um, – yeah, it was uh, it was weird. So, it was uh, – I had lifted that day. Usually, like, when you lift, you don't pitch. Right. Like, that's what I thought as a freshman. Um, so, I, did, I didn't even – think to look at the board if my name was on the board for uh people that were available so i'm just chilling in the dugout we're playing wichita state or not wichita state we're playing Wright state and uh we're getting beat pretty pretty good because she yells a sailor go down there and get hot and i'm freaking out <laughs> Did, had uh had zach barnes former player go get my jersey uh luckily i had my cleats in the bullpen but had to put those on real quick man so uh well i am somewhat prepared for yeah, today's yeah, show. At least you're prepared. I was um for those wondering, Clip does have jury duty. Um I have not had to go in for jury duty once in my life. This is Clip's third time going to be on mm, and do tough. jury duty. That's tough. Uh saw uh Clip earlier today he came and did the second half of the Brian Bailey show, which if you miss it it should be back and archived at six o'clock right here on Pirate Radio. But uh he did come in and he looked weird. And when I say he looked weird it's because he didn't have his usual khaki shorts on his cargo shorts that he likes to wear and a t-shirt and a hat he had khaki slacks on a polo and no hat so he looked very weird so but that that's where clipper is today and uh i am getting the start today for pirate radio live so we're gonna have a fun time today but we're gonna start off with garrett sailor who is back i feel like we haven't seen you in a while yeah uh the last time we saw you on the mound which we saw you yesterday but the last time we saw you on the mound before yesterday was in fayetteville and uh man you were hot i was actually at that game in fayetteville and i believe you got to five strikeouts you just were unstoppable on the mound and all of a sudden i remember sitting there and then seeing uh coach godwin you had uh zach womack and then ak was going out on the mound and i was like what in the world's going on so uh they go out to the mound and uh kind of tell us what what was wrong with yeah, you yeah well um yeah it was that it was that game against campbell and fayetteville i started feeling something i came in in like the fourth inning um got through the fourth and the fifth and started uh, started feeling something in my back in the fifth inning, and I didn't really think anything of it just because, I mean, it was just a weird spot. I honestly thought it was, like, in my ribs. Um, kept pitching, then went back out for the seventh and uh, got that first strikeout, and it, it like, really tightened up on me. Um, uh, it was, like, the, my oblique, like, in more my back area. Mm-hmm. But uh, tried to throw – Tried to throw the next pitch to the next batter and had to step off the mound. That's when um, Coach G, A-Mac, or um, not AMAC, AK, and uh, Womack came out there and checked on me. Yeah. I, yeah, I just couldn't go. But yeah, like I said, you were looking good. And even when you, you talked to him for a while, and I remember you actually took a pitch. Like mm-hmm. you actually, I guess they yeah. said, hey, just throw a pitch and see how you feel. Yeah, and you, you threw gas. Yeah, I, I, you threw like straight gas. And I was like, man, he looks good. But I, apparently yeah. you weren't ready to yeah. go. No, I, I should not have thrown that warm-up pitch. Yeah, I mean, my arm was feeling good. Arm was fine, but it was just so... Did it make it worse? I, I don't know. Um, I don't think it did, but it, it would just... That that was probably the worst it felt on that warm-up pitch I had. What? But, 
Yeah, well, you were looking good that day, and unfortunately, you, you couldn't go any longer. But I think Lunsford Shinkman came in and kind of limited some damage there. And unfortunately, the game didn't end the way the Pirates wanted it to. Wanted it to. And of course, we had the Moreland situation, the Coach Godwin situation. And uh, uh, But let's talk about, I guess, you know, after that injury, uh, the recovery. Um, how's the recovery been, um, you know, in the past couple of weeks since that injury? So kind of what what was the exercises you were doing? What was the training staff telling you to do? And yeah. uh, just kind of take us through that journey trying to get back on the mound. Yeah, those first um, the first couple of weeks, it was it was kind of a slow process because with, um, with an oblique strain, it's kind of like a hamstring strain where you have to just uh, take some time off. Uh, you can't really do much. So I'd, uh, I'd go and see Kevin Youngs. He'd He'd work on me a little bit, and then this this past like week and a half is when I I really started amping up my throwing. Um, I started throwing again probably a week and a half, two weeks ago. Um, and uh, but yeah, just it was it was honestly just like a day by day thing, just trying to take it one day at a time. Because uh, I mean, it 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 really wasn't fun being out for yeah. three and a half weeks. But um, I'm glad I didn't come back sooner because uh, I feel great now. So. Well, that's good, and I was going to ask you about you know the recovery time and how frustrating it is to not get out there. I know you want to try to rush back and get on the mound as quick as possible, but you got to just take it slow. You got to get to a hundred percent, and it sounds like that's kind of what yeah, you went through. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to take it slow, and luckily our um, like our team. I mean, we've we've played really good the past two weeks, yeah. so um, it was good seeing that. So it kind of gave me uh, a little peace of mind right. knowing that. Knowing that the guys are um, still still playing great, and uh, but yeah. So while you were out, you you've been here long enough, Garrett. I mean, look, this is your fifth year here at ECU. So, I mean, you're not playing, but you're still probably having some sort of a role in that dugout, yeah. especially in the bullpen, maybe with some pitchers. So, did you kind of take that coaching role uh, yeah. while you were out? Yeah, a little, a little, I guess a little bit. But uh, we have this thing called a DOI leader, so we call it Director of Intent. Um, and uh, it's it's usually me and um, a couple other pitchers that are on it, but we we keep the dugout kind of in check, um, keep the energy high in the dugout. So that that's been my job uh, for the past couple of weeks. Was there anybody specifically that you were kind of helping out with? Uh, maybe some of the younger guys, because you got a lot of guys like you on this team that are uh, that have been in the program quite a while. But you got a lot of young guys that are you know pitching for the Pirates this year, including Zach Root, maybe Landon Ginn, and some other guys. So who's some who's some guys you went to specifically in a relief uh, uh, situation that you had to get pointers to, or just had to kind of coach up a little bit yeah i mean i I really didn't coach up many guys just because we're in the middle of the season they kind of have an idea of of what's going on um i'd really have just like conversations on the side with anybody that i could um just uh get to know the game better uh for them um and uh, i mean you yeah you got zach root you got lane estry two freshman pitchers for us um i mean i talk to them kind of every day about uh stuff stuff like that but um, really, I mean, uh, there's been a little bit of coaching here and there, but not not really as much as as much as you'd think. Yeah. So going back to yesterday, we finally got to see you back on the mound for the first time, and I, I want to say close to a month. It's been a while since we've seen Garrett Sailor pitch for the Pirates. But did you have a? Uh, I know we talked to Coach Godwin after the win yesterday, and I believe he said that he was going to try to get you into the game some mm-hmm. way yesterday, and he was able to do that. Did you have any idea you were going to? be going on the mound yesterday at all or um i mean i threw a, i threw a bullpen la- uh 
this past Wednesday, so I knew I wasn't going to go on Friday. Um, there was a possibility I would have gone on Saturday, but I mean, uh, Spivey did his did his job, uh, and we beat him in seven innings. Uh, and then I had an idea I was going to go in on Sunday, just when we started scoring mm-hmm. scoring a bunch of runs. I know they didn't want to put me in in a high pressure situ- situation, mm-hmm. um, but I yeah, I had an idea I was going in, but it was good to go in, get back out there, nerves a little bit. Yeah, I had a little little bit of adrenaline pumping in me. Um, but yeah, it was good to be back out there. I was hanging out in the jungle m- majority of the time yesterday, and I remember for the second straight day had a run rule situation, so I had to make my way over there towards y'all's dugout to get into the media scrum. And on the way over there, I remember hearing the crowd kind of going crazy. And I was like, man, this crowd is pumped up for something. And then I heard oh man that's Garrett Saylor's music and I look out there and there you are on the mound and I'm like well Garrett Saylor's back so I know it had to feel good to be back out there and and then you talked about having the adrenaline and and having that energy inside of you and uh, I guess it has to be feeding off that crowd because they did welcome you back with uh, a warm welcome yesterday yeah that was awesome I was standing on the mound they said uh, they announced my name and uh, everybody started cheering and it just gave me the chills Uh, I know my mom was she got brought to tears from it but awesome um but yeah it was it was awesome to get back out there get back in front of the fans um it's it's great to uh to see their support um but yeah it was it was awesome uh clip did want me to ask you i'll give credit to this uh credit to clip with this but he did want to say uh you've been in situations before when you've had to go in and maybe close out a game when you're up one run but in in yesterday's situation you go in there to try to you know get out of there in a seventh inning situation in a run roll so do you see that as like a save situation do you go in there and basically just say i'm gonna shut them down and let's end this game right here yeah well honestly i forgot that uh it was the like the run rule situation. I get my third out and I'm walking back to the dugout. <laughs> and uh, Justin Wilcox and he like yells at me. He's like, "Hey, game's and over!" Then, and then like I put my head up and everybody's running out. I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot." Yeah. So but, yeah, I mean, I didn't. I just treat it like any other outing. I didn't. It didn't matter what the score was. Um, I'm just going out there to get out. Well, it was definitely great to see you back out there yesterday. And uh, uh, this offense, I mean, we'll go offense. You're a pitcher. But, I mean, we talked to Josh Gross yesterday after the game, and he even said, like, when when the offense is putting up that many runs, it, it's, it makes it so much easier to go out there and pitch uh, and have confidence on the mound. I mean, you want to have confidence no matter what the score is. But when your offense is putting up numbers like they have uh, in the past week or so, especially in the past two days with the 10-run rule mm-hmm. uh, games. But, uh, yeah, it's got you got to feel confident going out there knowing, hey, my my offense has got my back. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Um, we've These past couple of weeks, uh, we've really come together as like a collective team. Um, like pitchers are – they're going out there pitching for the offense to get them to swing the bat. I mean, and then the offense, they're putting up runs for us. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been awesome um, seeing them come together and – uh, yeah, it's been pretty cool. And uh, you're talking about bouncing back. We want to talk about you always bounce back. And we saw that, you know, we saw some midweek woes earlier in the season. But one thing we did see when we saw that was a bounce back on the weekend, whether it's a series, majority of the time it was a sweep or it was a series win. You might have lost one over the weekend, but we saw you guys bouncing back after a midweek loss. But then you had that one week where you guys were one and three on the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe. 
if you you lost one out of two or one out of three in in Houston, mm-hmm. and, and what do you do to bounce back after that? You have an eight game winning streak going yeah. on. So I mean, this for this team, it, it says a lot for this team. It says a lot about this team the way you guys have bounced back after midweek losses, and then, then after that bad week, mm-hmm. uh, now you're playing really good baseball right now. Yeah, I think that that Houston week was a big wake up call for us. Um, we needed to come together more as a team and. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm honestly glad we we lost that series because I mean we wouldn't be the team where we uh, that we are now, um, and it, it's it's awesome seeing seeing the guys just like we we're having fun playing baseball, um, and it's 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 pretty cool. Talking uh, pirate baseball with uh, Garrett Saylor and and Garrett, it, it's definitely great to see the guys bouncing back. And uh, one of your teammates, a guy that's been with you here at ECU for quite a while. Carter Spivey mm-hmm. getting Pitcher of the Week in the American Athletic Conference. So we talked to Spives uh, in the in the preseason, especially at Media Day, and I remember him saying that he's, you know, I, look, I've had my ups and downs, and I remember my lows sometimes more than my ups here at East Carolina, and it's it, it's been, like, mentally tough, but he, I believe he said that he wants to come out here and just have a better mental side of the game and wants to dominate on the mound, and we've seen that so far this year, not just from Trey Savage, but also on Saturday from Carter Spivey, who who I've said has been up and down, and right now uh, he's he's uh, in the upside yeah. uh, of his career here at ECU. Yeah, he's really locked in this year. Um, he's taken over that starter role. Um, I mean, all of our all of our starters are are awesome this year. I mean, you got Trey Spives, Gross. It, it seems like they like rotate between the three of them for pitcher of the week or player of the week or something in, the, uh, in our conference, but. Um, yeah, I mean, spies spies went through it for those first couple of years, and it's uh, it's awesome to see um, see him transition into the pitcher that he's that he's become, and, and he deserves to be. Talking about a mental side of things and kind of having your downs and stuff, and uh, we'll go to the offensive side of VCU baseball right here, and we'll talk about a guy who's been hot lately. He had a, game, a home run in each of the three games over the weekend. Josh Moylan mm-hmm. uh, is, is just playing really great baseball. That was a guy we talked to in the preseason during media day, and he talked about his mental side of things, and uh, just you know he wasn't in a good spot, especially last year when it came to his mentality and, and coming out and playing baseball. And now he says he gets to come out. To the ballpark and has the privilege of coming out to the ballpark and playing baseball, and it seems like Josh Morning is really, uh, stand, uh, you know, really taking those words into uh, action here mm-hmm. and is playing really good baseball as well. Yeah, I mean, the mental the mental game is is so big in baseball that like it's just overlooked by people. And if you if your headspace isn't in it, then you're not going to go out there and perform at the at the um, the ability that you that you should um and Moylan's you yeah Moylan didn't didn't have a great year last year um little ups and downs he had last year but this year he's put he's put everything together in these past couple weeks um uh like like I said ever since that Houston series kind of everybody's been been hit the ball really good and um yeah Moylan's just it, it looks like he's seeing the ball really good right now and uh I hope that can continue, and if he keeps that same mindset he's got right now, it will continue. Talking ECU baseball with Garrett Saylor, and uh, if you have a question for Garrett, please chime in on Twitter, chime in on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. If you have a question for him, I will ask him a question in your honor. Uh, Jack asks, he says, hey Chandler, can you ask Garrett, what is a Bearcat? What is a Bearcat? What is a Bearcat? <laughs> Do you know? Because I don't know. I, I have no idea. Maybe, <laughs> I have really, really no clue. 
But you get the sweep over them uh, this weekend at home. But you actually do have to go on the road and play Cincinnati uh, in the yeah. in the later part of the of the schedule. Yeah. Um, since our conference is is small, we only have eight teams in the conference. Uh, like each team is paired up with another. So Cincinnati's the closest one to us. Mm-hmm. So we're paired up with them, and then other teams are paired up with with um, with teams where they play them twice in the in the regular season. How is uh, I'll ask you this? Um, how are you, how are you liking the pitch clock situation? Have you haven't had any problems? With no, that, I mean I'm I usually work fast anyway, and our guys really haven't had any problems with the pitch clock at all this year. Um, I know I, we've had it a couple times, and that's just from um, I, I really don't even know what it's from. It's probably from like a pickoff or something, or yeah. they didn't throw it. But yeah, we we don't have problems with it. Um, I like it. It keeps the the pace of play up. Um, I mean, our, we're ending games now in three hours. When you had um, a couple of years ago, when we had sign cards, mm-hmm. it, it would be it'd be close to four hour games. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, you go from seeing four hour games to going out there to Clark Leclerc Stadium and staying out there for four hours. In the past two days, we've watched two hour games yeah. because of the, you know one because yeah. of the pitch clock and the pace of game and the pace of play of the game now. But you also, I mean, when you're putting up runs and you're able to get out of there mm-hmm. in seven innings, you're able to go home and, and enjoy the rest of your evening, mm-hmm. which we did on Saturday and Sunday. So talking EC baseball with Garrett Saylor, we'll take a timeout. Welcome back into the Delcor Players Lounge. Talking to Garrett Saylor here on Pirate Radio Live. And uh, when we left the first segment, I did say, hey, if you got a question for Garrett, get it in now because we'll talk to him for a few more minutes before we let him go. But we do have some questions. We got one from Jamie on YouTube. Jamie says, did the players have a team they consider a rival in or outside of the conference besides UNC or NC State? Um, I, I mean, yeah, you got NC State, UNC, uh, Campbell. Um, I wouldn't say they're a rival, but I mean, we always play play really good games with them. Campbell's a rival, I guess. Um, uh, in conference, uh, I don't know, maybe Tulane. Yeah, two, Tulane gave That's us I was trouble, thinking. trouble last year. Um, uh, I know, I know they're not having the best year right now, but uh, they could pick it up at any point. So we got to be ready for them. But I would say Tulane in conference. Okay, I like that answer. I would say Tulane, too. But Jamie also has a follow-up question. He says, Garrett's been here a long time. How many times has he been chewed out by Coach Godwin? Is he a yeller? Uh, honestly, I've kind of been on Coach G's good side for the past five years. I mean, yeah, there's there was some times my freshman year where he'd, uh, he'd, he'd get mad at me for something I didn't practice. But um, ever since, I mean, after freshman year, I really stayed on his good side, so. I I did want to. I was going to get to this, but Denny Hoover, uh, who I believe has a relation to Lane Hoover, yeah. he says we need to see your favorite dance moves. We we get to see Jake Hunter's. You've got the sprinkler or electric slide or anything. What do you no, got? You're not going to see my dance moves. <laughs> We're going to Jake Hunter will will stay on that job. You will not see mine. We can we can get your sons on there, but not not mine. I think that, that's Hoover's dad. Uh, William Landon, he also said he. I believe you just answered this question, but he said, "Ask Sailor if he has a better dancer, or if he is a better dancer than Jake Hunter." Um, no, Jake Hunter's pretty good. Well, first of all, I want to ask this: Jake Hunter, when did he start this? Is this like a tradition now? Does no, he got? I mean, I don't know. He started this. Um, I want to say he started last weekend against UCF, just randomly. It, like, I don't. I really don't know why. Uh, I think. 
some guys pushed him out there and he started jumping up and down or something and then and then he was there was this little kid in the stands against UCF that he was dancing with uh-huh. so he, they kept that going and now we've just every time like a I don't know what the song's called, but it's it's usually during like a pitching change or between innings or something like that. But yeah, he'll go out there and dance and try to get the crowd into it, and it's uh it's become really funny. Yeah, I've I've noticed that he's been going out there, and the crowd's noticed it. The I think the the crowd loves it when Jake Hunter goes out there. Just kind of observing Jake, especially like maybe after games, talking to him or just seeing him on the mound. He seems like a laid back guy. He doesn't seem like a guy that would go no, out there and do that. Uh-uh. No, I would have never put Jake Hunter out there to like. I would have never guessed that he would do that. Um, but yeah, it's 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 brought his his personality out a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, he's he's always been a laid back guy, um, and it, it's 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 fun to see him do that. Yeah, it's, uh, you guys are having a lot of fun, and that's uh, exactly what Josh Mullen said yesterday after the game. He said, you guys are just going out there having fun, and uh, you, you're taking care of business, but you're also having fun while doing yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, the number one goal is to win baseball games, but if you're not having fun winning those games, then, like, what's the point? Right. Um, but, yeah, we, we've been having a ton of fun. It, it's It's been awesome. Coach, she uh, – he, he just makes sure that we don't act like clowns. Uh, he, he likes us to have fun, but we can't act like clowns. Yeah, we we, uh, we did enjoy the props in the past years. Obviously, that's one of the NCAA rules that were changed this year where there was no on-field props, but you guys do enjoy that party room, don't yeah, you guys? Yeah, it's, it's, it's become fun. I, we did it. We did it my freshman year. That was before the traffic cone, and then we got the traffic cone. But but now we we went back to our roots, so we went back to the party room. So uh, yeah, it's been it's been pretty cool. Guys love it. Garrett Saylor talking to him on Pirate Radio Live inside the Delcor Players Lounge. And Garrett, uh, just one more thing before we let you go, you guys. I was looking at your your guys' schedule and the standings and all that before we got on, and I did notice that uh, you guys are great at home. But when it comes to being on the road, you're four and five, and you're zero and one in a neutral site game. Uh, which was in Fayetteville earlier this year against Campbell. Unfortunately, the game that you got hurt, but you guys will be playing at another uh, mm-hmm. neutral site tomorrow. I believe they'll count it as a neutral site. You'll be playing against the Charlotte 49ers inside Truist Field, I believe. That's where the Charlotte Knights play, and it's in downtown uh, Charlotte. Have you ever been to that park? No, I've never been, but I've seen pictures of it. Um, it the skyline. It looks, yeah, it, looks, it looks beautiful. It is beautiful, but right. you guys have actually been able to play in several minor league ballparks mm-hmm. this year. What's yeah. the vibe like in those in yeah. those environments i mean it's 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 actually pretty cool i mean it, it's it's nice playing on like fields like that um we, we we definitely have to bring our own energy uh just because it's a big ballpark and there's we don't get as many fans um on the road like that but um i mean we tend to get more fans than the other team so um but yeah it's, it's been pretty cool and we're looking forward to playing playing against Charlotte on Wednesday. Yeah, and I, I expect, I believe there's a lot of Pirate fans that will be filling up that stadium. I believe there's some Pirate, I know a, a handful of Pirate fans that live in the Charlotte area or the surrounding Charlotte, Charlotte area, so you should be hearing some purple gold chants tomorrow in Charlotte, and then you'll be traveling to uh, Wichita State for another conference series, and uh, as I said before, you're 4-5 and five on the road, but you can change that this week. Uh, you've been at home for the past eight games, but now it's uh, uh, you're going on the road. Uh, does that change the mindset of the team and the players or you just kind of kind of stay on pace i mean we it, it shouldn't change our mindset we we should uh still go out there and um attack attack everybody 
Um, yeah, definitely. It, I feel like if we change our mindset now, then that's when it's it's just going to go downhill. And yeah, uh, we haven't been playing good on the road, but um, uh, I think we've played we've played good enough these past couple of weeks to where if we go on the road, we'll we'll continue that that streak. All right, that is Garrett Saylor inside the Delcor Players Lounge, and uh, good luck to you and the rest of the team this week as you'll travel to Charlotte tomorrow, Wichita State, over the weekend, and then we'll uh, see you back here in De- uh, Clark LeClaire Stadium next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but you, you're going on the road, and uh, hopefully, you guys can turn that four and five record into a winning record, and yeah. Uh, yeah, ma- maybe right. get that neutral site record back to even. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we got so. five road games in a row, so hopefully uh change that all right garrett i appreciate you stopping in today and i'm sorry that i wasn't clip brock today and you had to talk to me but uh, i do appreciate you coming in and uh being my first guest on the show today yeah i'm glad glad i was yes sir welcome back into pirate radio live going back inside the delcor players lounge we talked to garrett sailor in hour number one we'll talk to uh josh gross coming up in hour number three we'll have Brian Bailey also in this hour as well. But right now, we will talk to, I don't know if you know this, you probably do, but the pitcher of the week in the American Athletic Conference, he is Carter Spivey. Carter, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good. How are you? Now, we, I mean, you, you're told, or at least we're told, that you guys ignore the noise, but you can't help but kind of sit back and enjoy that pitcher of the week award i mean you talked about it in the media day and preseason about your highs and your lows and uh in your career here at ecu and your long career here at ecu but you've been doing really good this year uh as the saturday starter and uh you did a great job this past week and obviously you did because you've been named the pitcher of the week so talk about that uh yeah i mean it's obviously a tremendous honor but uh try not to look too much into it um try to keep or try to stay kind of level-headed stay even keel and everything because once you start riding the highs and the lows, that's when you get in trouble. So uh, that, that's something I've picked up and, and learned over my, my time here. And as you mentioned, my long time here. But, uh, but yeah, obviously, it's a tremendous honor. And uh, Josh Moylan, I believe, was also on honor roll. So he had, a, he had a heck of a week this week, too. You brought up Josh Moylan. I was going to bring him up later in the in the interview. But that's another guy that we talked to in the in the media, on media day in the preseason, right before you guys kicked off the season against George Washington. That was the guy we talked to about his mental side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, maybe, I guess he wants to say a down year last year and maybe his mental side of things was not the best but he talked about the offseason and the biggest thing he wanted to do was to get his mental side right to get more positive to be able to say I get to come out to the ballpark every single day and we've been able to see him have a great season we've had we saw him over the weekend have a home run in each of uh, the three games that you guys had so you you guys both when it comes to the mental side of things, you guys kind of are on that same page, and you guys are kind of bouncing back from that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, baseball is a very, uh, it's a very tricky, very humbling game. Uh, once you start, you know, getting a little too overconfident, or maybe you're too, a little too low, like it, it can, it can surprise you. Um, and like I said, that's something I picked up with or picked up on over my my time here. And I mean, credit to Josh. Obviously, he mentioned it last year. Probably wasn't the year that he wanted or expected, but. I mean, look at him now. He's the best he's ever been. And uh, I think that's just kind of tells you about who he is as a person and as a player. You were talking about it earlier about being level-headed, being even-keeled, not getting too high, not getting too low. 
I was talking to Garrett about this earlier, but we seen the midweek woes earlier in the year. Uh, but one thing that we saw earlier in the year after those midweek losses is that you guys would go out and produce and, and perform well and get the series either win or sweep. I want to say it was a sweep every time after a weekend or a midweek loss. Uh, so you guys are not getting too low and you guys are bouncing back. And I also mentioned the one in three week. I don't want to talk about it too much because you don't want to talk. You don't want to go back in the past, but you guys had that one in three week just a couple of weeks ago. But since then, you haven't won. A, you haven't lost a ball game. So, uh, you guys have been able to bounce back, and I guess that just kind of tells you the mentality, and uh, that just tells you a lot about this program and the the mindset for these players. Absolutely, um, and it's, it's important to remember that because obviously you're not gonna you're not gonna be perfect when you go out there. Um, you know, it's a baseball is a lot different than uh, maybe like you know football or other sports where um, you know you're only playing once a week, or you know baseball it's it's four games a week, right, and uh, or at least four games a week. And um, I think the goal is to go out there and just play as hard as you can. And um, the more times you do that, the more times you'll you end up on the winning side. Talked to Josh Groves yesterday after the game. We'll also talk to him in the uh, in the third hour of today's program. But uh, he talked about how uh, this offense. I mean, this offense is really has been producing runs. And when it, when they're doing that, and when they're putting up runs like they have, especially on Saturday and Sunday, where you saw a two hour game because of a run rule situation, yeah. that's got to be a really. It has to bring a lot of confidence to you guys on the mound when you know your offense is going out there and putting up runs for you guys. Absolutely, it definitely uh, makes our job as pitchers a lot easier and then on top of that i mean our defense this weekend was unbelievable and we robbed you know two home runs on friday and you know he had joey barini making diving plays at shortstop it's just it's really fun when you know all three facets of the game are uh, are clicking like that yeah i mean I, I you brought it up i forgot about it but the web gems this weekend were everywhere and yeah. uh and now i guess it's very confident for you guys on the mound when your offense is producing and then you also have you can go out there and say hey uh, I don't have to strike every single batter out. I know my defense is going to play well behind That's me. Right. That's right. That's right. Definitely, uh, it's a little relieving as a pitcher because obviously you're not going to strike everybody out, even though uh, you know you might want to really badly. But uh, you know you need you need a good defense behind you to to help you out. And I mean we got one of the best defenses in the country, and you saw that this weekend during the eight game winning streak that you guys have going on right now. Uh, what a weird week it was last week uh, when you guys were facing UCF. You finished that series. And we haven't talked to you since, but you finished that series before nighttime on Friday of last week. Yeah. So uh, talk about maybe the rearranging of the schedule for you. How weird was it for you? How's your arm feeling, I guess? Uh, so talk about that weird week, that re- that re- uh, reconstructed week last week. Yeah, so if I remember correctly, I think it was like a – we played Houston the weekend before Friday, Saturday, Sunday, normal week, and then – uh, we played doubleheader Thursday and then the one game Friday. And, you know, as pitchers, starting pitchers, um, you know, you kind of get really set in your routines and everything. And obviously, you know, I think me and Groves both had five – or basically on two short – or, yeah, two two days short rest. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, we I think we were both, uh, you know, a little, a little exhausted after that. But, I mean, other than that, it didn't really change anything. And then we got those two days back this past week. And, uh, you know, it, it really wasn't anything crazy. But 
Yeah, and uh, I'll give credit to Clip Brock on that one. Before I did see Clip today uh, before he had to go back to jury duty, but he did want to ask you about that. And uh, you mentioned routine. But we've mm-hmm. probably talked with you about this before, but what is the routine of, of Carter Spivey, knowing that you're the Saturday guy? Because last year there was a lot of uncertainty in the rotation. You really never knew where you were going to pitch, if you were going to start, if you were going to have to come in for relief. So now that you know, hey, I'm the Saturday guy, I'm going to come in on Saturday and, and pump strikes what is the routine for carter spivey uh so if i'm throwing saturday i take sunday completely off from throwing i'll get a uh like a a light lift get a lot of treatment in, try to make my arm and body feel better and then uh monday will be a light catch play with another like heavier lift tuesday um a moderate throwing day uh no lift or anything we usually got practice or a or a game uh wednesday is my bullpen day uh, Thursday's another light recovery day, Friday moderate, and then Saturday game time. Uh, you guys have been home for quite a while. I believe that eight-game winning streak was at home, maybe. I could be wrong, but I do know you guys had a long homestand there in uh, Clark LeClaire Stadium. You now go on the road. Uh, I looked at the uh, your home record is outstanding but uh, I believe you guys are 4-5 and five on the road 0-1 in neutral site games you'll play in a neutral site tomorrow we won't see you tomorrow but we will see you this weekend in Wichita State but uh, you guys have a chance to kind of rewrite the script when it comes sure. to road games and uh, being successful on the road this week. Yeah road games are, are really tough and uh, road series are even tougher uh, just because you know obviously you're not, you're not playing in a familiar environment and um uh, you know, on the road, we kind of get a little bit more downtime than we would here. He's obviously, you know, guys got class and everything, so they're busy during the day, and then, you know, they go to the game after. But on the road, like, you're just kind of chilling in a hotel yeah. for, for hours and hours. But, um, but yeah, no, this is this is going to be a really challenging week, I think, and it's going to be a, uh, you know, a, a fun week, too, just kind of see, um, you know, what we're made of. We've been playing really well the past couple weeks, and um, we got to look to continue to, to build and, and get better and, you know, win – win these next couple games and the trend continues tomorrow night when you guys will be playing on a neutrals field i guess they want to say it's neutral i mean you guys are playing charlotte but y'all are playing in truest field which is in downtown charlotte have you ever been to that ballpark i actually have a couple times i haven't played in it though man i've i've seen pictures i've been by the ballpark i've never been to a game inside there but they've got the skyline and the outfield yeah uh, but how great, how, how fun has it been to be going on the road and playing in these minor league ballparks? You were successful in one in Kannapolis when you guys beat Queens. Uh, that was a tough game, but you guys did get the win. And then obviously the uh, unfortunate loss in Fayetteville. But that, that Fayetteville minor league ballpark was pretty cool, too. Yeah, I think it's really neat to play in uh, you know stadiums and environments that you haven't been in before, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the first time. Um, that we that we played in any of those stadiums, uh, Truist Field included, coming up uh, here this week. But um, I think it's just it's just really cool. It's a different environment, different atmosphere, and just it's really fun. And talking to Carter Spivey, if you have a question for Carter, you can talk to us on Facebook or YouTube Live to ask him a question. But uh, I do have a couple of questions from your teammate Garrett Saylor. Okay. Well, I, I actually was going to ask you about this anyway because we found this out yesterday when you came to the media scrum. Um, I believe Steven Igo had asked you about it, but look, we already have enough injuries on the team. Uh, if you could, try not to hurt yourself, but I'm you, you kind of dodged a bullet there uh, in, the, in the past few days, huh? Yeah, well, sort of. I, I did I did wear a baseball off the face there on uh, on Monday, and 
Uh, I broke my nose, but it's nothing nothing too serious. It doesn't really bother me at all. And, uh, you know, obviously I was able to pitch with it on Saturday. And uh, it all went fine. didn't bother me at all. So I think I'm, I'm all good. Yeah, and uh, we saw JJC in the preseason. I know I was actually out there um, during that scrimmage when he took one off the nose. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he dodged the bullet there. And obviously JJC still out with his situation. And hopefully we'll see him in the latter part of the season. And uh, But uh, also, Garrett Saylor had a question for you. Okay. Um, actually, I believe I was supposed to ask this without saying who it was. But well, uh, okay. Garrett Saylor asked, when was the last time you cooked? Last time I cooked dinner? Oof. It's been a while. I, uh, I'm not very good with that i i say i am gonna be and then i'd never follow through with it but uh i mean it's it's probably been a couple months i think the last time i cooked was when me and the sailor and hoover grilled out at the house probably a couple months ago uh carter excuse me um sir we're gonna have to ask you to leave this is the players lounge this is for players who play baseball currently and people that used to play baseball so if you could please leave sir i'm not here Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, Clip Brock is back from jury duty, so apparently he got out of that earlier than uh, than expected. But uh, talking to Carter Spivey inside the Delcor Players Lounge, and uh, uh, we're, we're talking about you know the eight game winning streak, and the, you guys have a chance to kind of revamp the uh, the the script when it comes to going on the road and being successful, and you got a chance to doing that this week. We've talked about being even kill, not getting too high, not getting too low. We've seen it. You guys are on an eight game winning streak. Some pirate fans out there might say. Uh, they're going to get big-headed, but that's not the case with this program, is it? No, not at all. Coach G won't let us. <laughs> yeah, you got to ignore the noise, but the noise right. this week, at least for the day, is that Carter Spivey is the pitcher of the week in the AAC. Um, you know, let's take a timeout. Let's take a break. We'll come back and when, uh, we'll let Clip we'll let Clip come into the uh, Players' Lounge and ask a few questions. Why not? I'm a fly on the wall. No, you're not going to come in here and, and literally stare me down. I'm I've been... You're the host. Let me turn your mic on. I've read the reviews. You're doing a great job. I don't want to. This is like taking Carter out if he's got a no hitter through four innings. Why change it if it's working? Like Cliff Collins coming the, out and like, no, leave, yeah, leave me I'm in. in the bullpen if you need me. But right now, you're throwing great. You're getting outs. Uh, I don't want to mess with this. I haven't talked to you about this yet, Carter, but you know when your offense is producing runs like your offense has been doing uh, in the past couple of games, especially Saturday and Sunday, it's got to be. Oh, we've already talked about this, but I'll ask you again. It's got to you got to feel pretty confident when your when your offense is going out there and just pumping up runs like that. Yeah, we're literally really talking about the offense last segment. <laughs> um, I don't even listen to myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean it's definitely. Go check definitely the clip exciting. I posted no, on Twitter. This, this is for clip, clip. Tell Clip how confident it is to get runs up. Eye contact. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> um, no, I mean it definitely. It's definitely fun and uh, makes makes the pitcher's job a lot a lot easier. We we mentioned it earlier, but uh, the defense was also outstanding too. So not just the offensive aspect, but defensively too. Um, I think like the last two weeks or so, it's just been uh, a real joy to be a part of, and it's fun watching them go out there and, and handle their business like they have been. Lane, I, I asked, uh, you turn me on there, buddy. I asked Carter during the break, uh, is the offense too good? Would you rather him had only been up nine runs so you could have kept on going? You went seven complete. It looked like you had another inning or two in you. So were you kind of almost bummed you didn't get to go out for an eighth and ninth? Uh, I mean, a little bit. Yeah. Selfishly, like I take my uh, my start days very personal. So that's the the one day a week that I get to pitch, and obviously I want to stay out there as long as possible. But I mean, I can't be I can't be mad that 
we won in seven, and obviously our offense was, was unbelievable this weekend. And, uh, you know, it's just a fun, fun weekend. If you have a question for Carter, tune in to Facebook or YouTube Live and ask the question in the comments section. We have one from Jamie. He wants to know from Carter, who is the best hitting pitcher on the team? Who do you think that is? Uh, obviously me. You? Really? <laughs> so, so, no, it, said he took one out during BP. Yeah. Have I, you I, took I, one out? I have I have hit balls out in BP. Yeah, nice. Sailor Sailor has the the uh, the, the box score, you know, the stats because I think he's one for two. He actually has two abs. Yeah, and uh, he had a little swinging bunt, which doesn't show up in the box score, but he probably hit that ball maybe fifteen miles an hour down the first baseline and somehow got a hit. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with myself. Is he the only pitcher right now on the roster with a hit? I believe so. Now they're Ryder and Agnos and the yeah, gone. I think. Mayhew got a couple of at bats, and Bridgie got a yeah. Couple of he had a big one. And he got a, he got a hit at Georgia Southern too. Yeah. If I remember correctly, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I think those are the only only few. Jamie's asking on YouTube. He says, "I've really been wondering this for a long time. Do they get to do they get to pick out somewhere or order whatever ECU swag merch they want for free? For example, shoes, hats, sweatshirts, etc." I don't really know. Uh, that no, I mean that's kind of all all given to us. Yeah, uh, as, um, the perks of uh, being sponsored by Adidas, I think, and uh, they give us a lot of stuff. And uh, we don't we don't want like go out and order things necessarily. If we want something, then we have to we have to actually like buy it. But as far as free stuff, we kind of get it all from uh, from being partnered with Adidas. Did you ask the question about the powder purple? No, okay. you, I'll let you ask that. Uh, does Carter know if they decided not to not bring, bring bring out the powder purple jerseys again? Haven't seen them in a while. Not complaining about it, he says. Uh, what's the status of the powder um, purple? I wouldn't be surprised if we wear them on uh, Wednesday against Charlotte. Um, I think I think we're. I think the past few times we've worn them has been road games. I think we're I think we're sticking with the uh, the purple jersey pin pants at home on Saturday. So I'm assuming that the uh, the powder purple is going to be in a way away uniform. Which is your pitching jersey, correct? The purple yeah. and uh, is that your call or? It actually was a couple weeks ago. Uh, Blake, our uh, director of baseball ops, asked me. He's like, "Do you want to wear the powders or the uh, purple and pins?" And I chose purple and pins. Nice. It's a good look. And you guys have uh, played well in the pinstripes. Yeah, this yeah, and I mean, I, I think the, the pinstripes are clean look. They are. They look awesome. Yeah. All I, I've heard from past and current players, they're not as comfortable maybe as the other jerseys. Is that no? But they probably look the best. Of, yeah. of all the uniforms that we have, and sometimes you just got to look good. You know, look good, feel good, play good. There you go. Uh, Eric, Eric on YouTube says, "I don't care about jury duty. I can't control jury duty. Don't want to talk about jury duty." That is um, a Cliff Godwin talking about weather reference, I believe. He does not care about the weather. I don't know if you knew that or not. No, Carter. he does not. No, he does not. Neither do we, really. I mean, it's just part of it. That's like, something you just can't control, right? That's so. right. I mean, it doesn't show up in the box score. It doesn't say, "Oh, they lost because it was cold." No, you, you win or lose. It's a good question, Chandler. <laughs> what if he could control the weather? What would you do? What kind of day would it be today? I mean, sunny and about 70, 75 degrees. That's that's perfect baseball. Pretty similar to what we're having, right? So. Yeah. There would never be like, well, you'd have to have rain somewhere to, you know, yeah. get the rain on the crops and let them grow. But on our off days, maybe. Like, yeah, there you rain go. On our perfect. Off days. You got any more questions? I'm out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of I, My stamina is, see, I, this is my Dude, first start. You've done great. You've but, done hey, no, seriously, Carter, I, I do want to know, how have I done? 
You've done great. You've done a good job. Great. Do you hear how high his voice Yeah, now? yeah. Hey, you're doing great. Good. That's not good. You <laughs> did really good. Chandler, I read the reviews. It sounds like you did fantastic. I'm no. Saying, you did awesome great. job, dude. Uh, it was great. And, um, I mean, I was I was ready to, you know, fill the role because I know you had to go to jury duty and stuff. So You ever been to jury duty, Clark? I have not. Yeah. I haven't either. Chandler? No. I, haven't, I haven't either. Has anybody in there? Uh, I'm not going to look. I believe yeah. Shirley has. This is my third time. They really That's like crazy. me as a juror. Yeah. That is, well, they know I'm fair and balanced. Yeah. And there's actually someone we know that's there. And one of our uh, regular guests is actually on the jury. He actually commented. I don't know. So I don't know if I'll have an opponent for Name That Sound this Thursday. Me. All right. You ready to go? I'm ready you to go. You got roll. a newfound confidence after hosting Two the- weeks. Two weeks off. Yeah. I want to play with some of the players one day. Maybe they can recognize some names if Shirley wants to do that. That's one. a good idea. Maybe we'll do a Players Lounge edition of Name That Sound. That'd be a good idea. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you want to wrap it up with uh, Carter Spivey? Uh, yeah. I reckon, anything else? Uh, I'm about out of questions here. Uh, let's see. Well, Cass says, hatless clip is throwing me off. You've ever seen Super Mario without his hat. It kind of looks like that. <laughs> I want to see that Super Mario movie. I wish they'd have made this 30 years ago when I was really into Mario Brothers or whatever. But um, it looks really good. You said, what are you watching these days, Carter? Anything good? Uh, I mean, you know, actually, I did just watch the uh, entire Hangover trilogy yeah, a, couple, <laughs> okay. a couple days ago. Um, For the first time? Or? No, not the oh, first okay. time. It was just on Netflix. I didn't didn't know what to watch, and it just popped up. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to watch this. And I mean, that's that's just funny good for some laughs now the first one was amazing oh yeah yeah i don't re- you know what i should go back and watch two and three i don't really remember i didn't even I know there was a three I now that i can yeah. spoil it for you I'll okay it. yeah i mean the first one's obviously the best i think yeah but uh yeah i mean it's such a good, good little trilogy there all right with the hangover crew who describe who on the team would you put in each spot oh, for each goodness. character great question okay thank you who's zach galifianakis I'm gonna have to go Lane Hoover, <laughs> or there's I think there's two options. I think Lane Hoover or there's a freshman Lane Essery is are the two uh, the two guys there. What was his name in the movie? I can't remember it. Alan. 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 Yeah. All right. So um, who is the Bradley Cooper character? I probably have to go Groves for that one. To be honest with you. All right. Why is that? What is, I'm trying to so I don't know. he's like I'm trying to think like personality wise like I think the Bradley Cooper I think his name is Phil in the movies is like the most he's like the good looking ladies man the to yeah, me. like the most like laid back kind of like carefree like doesn't really care like what's kind of going on just kinda he's got some flow in the uh, movie he does he? Gross yeah. is working his flow he doesn't really have yeah. any so that's the one we'll and then you've got there. the uh, Ed, the dentist. Ed Helms Ed role Helms. he's yeah. the, the like the nerd doctor. <laughs> Um, so who's the nerd on the team? Well, Bradley Cooper could be Josh Warren with the flow. He's got a little flow. But yeah. Um, nerd. I don't want to make me think here now. You're not the nerd, are you? If you I started to say, if you can't come up with this spot, we have to put you in that spot. <laughs> I'm mean, sorry. I'll, I'll volunteer as tribute there. <laughs> who's the naked Asian? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Who's most likely to be naked in the trunk of a car on the baseball team? <laughs> See, y'all were having a good show till I got here. This is Chandler's question, not mine. Don't blame me for this. I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm at the pass. Pass? Okay. Yeah. We got to pass. Uh, the guy that dances currently? 
on the team. Jay Connor. Jay yeah. Connor. Yeah. Did you ask like, him about his dancing? Feel like Jay Connor. No. Did I ask you? I asked Garrett. I haven't asked you yet. Mm-hmm. But I, I was telling Garrett about this. Like, how did that start? One, how did it start? Two, I didn't see this in Jay Hunter. He doesn't seem like a guy that would go out there and do this just by no, observing right. him in post-game interviews and seeing him on the mound. But how did it get started? And can you guys believe it, like us fans believe him going out there and dancing like that? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of why it, it works so well, honestly, because he really isn't like that kind of that kind of person. He's not like the most outgoing um you know dancing kind of guy but uh i I think it's funny that way and he's bringing out some classic dance moves like the sprinkler and everything out there yeah makes it even funnier the gritty gritty. i I saw him hit the gritty the worst gritty of all time yeah i I like the uh whatever this is he was doing the sprinkler sprinkler soldier boy i guess that was (laughs) but uh yeah no i mean and this is like a tradition now. Like I feel like he's yeah. going out there every single game the past few. When there's a uh, mound visit for I the think, opposing team. Yeah, I think it started. I want to say against NC State. I, I want to say that's when it started, but I can't. I can't remember for certain, and I don't know why he started doing it. He just did it. And some of the one of the funniest things about the situation is is the videos that I see. Like you've posted one, and there's some other people that have posted. There's some people that are like. Over there and going, all right, go Jake, splashing water on him and yeah. stuff. But like he's uh, he's out there dancing like a fool. And there's some people that are just not paying any attention to him in the dugout. Like they're just like paying him no mind. It's so funny to me. Yeah, no, so. it's uh, it's part of trying to get the uh, the crowd involved and uh, just get a little bit of energy, a little bit of a little bit of laughs, lighten the mood in the dugout type deal. And I love how traditions uh, begin organically. Like the um, safety dance, safety, safety dance. dance came from Chris Holba, yep. his his warm up song, and everybody was doing it, and it was, became a thing. So now this is becoming a thing, there you go, just man. on its own. So starting traditions, that's yes, sir. All right, Carter, enjoyed it, man. Yep. For my time, Chandler, you can wrap it up. All right, man, uh, Carter, I do appreciate you coming in and being serious i did a good job you did great hell yeah see my voice was the same there I didn't, yes I didn't, no, yeah. you had some bass in that one yeah, yeah. that was good all right Lower it. that was carter spivey did a great job uh, <laughs> josh Groves, east carolina starting pitcher and coming off a sweep over cincinnati and uh everybody got to go home a little early this weekend i joked that cincinnati should use some of their Big 12 money to refund all the fans that came out and saw baseball. They owe you another four and a half innings. Uh, so, uh, But uh, some short games out at Clark LeClaire. We'll certainly take it. And a uh, great weekend of baseball, Josh. I know you got to be uh, excited about what you guys did. Yeah, we're hot right now. And uh, it's always good when you can leave there a little early. Um, which because it means offense is rolling. But uh, yeah, it was a good weekend. Good week. Midweek game, too. So... Um, looking to do it, have another solid week this week with Charlotte and then um, Wichita State. On the road. Yeah. Where uh, been a lot better at home than you've been on the road mm-hmm. record wise. And uh, something that, hey, now let's go out and prove we can play just as good on the road, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that we're just a different team than we were early on. And, and we struggled on the road early on. And uh, we I don't think we really found our identity yet as a team. But. I'm confident right now that that it wouldn't matter home or away. We're going to play our brand of baseball, and uh, if, we, if we do that more times than not, then we'll be successful. You're happy with the win, but how bummed are you that it says four and two thirds instead of five? Yeah, it's, that's <laughs> I always, figured you'd be a little that's, bummed. That's always a little frustrating. I mean, just because uh, you know, obviously, you want to stack those wins in the column uh, for being a pitcher. But um, I mean, we won the game, so I can't be too upset. Um, but I mean, as a pitcher, you always want to get that fifth inning. Uh, that way, you can secure the win. But uh, like I said, I mean, we won the game, so 
it'd be pretty selfish for me to be too upset about that. And while I'm picking on you a little bit, Cam Sheeler came into the game hitting below 100. Josh gets two hits off. One was a screamer down the third baseline. Actually, was a, a little bond, dribbler. Right? Yeah. The other was a home run to center. Sure was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we were up in the press box, and we were like, this guy, we were joking after his dribbler. Hey, watch out. He's getting hot. And then sure enough, he kind of shut us up and hit a home run. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, when you throw fastballs over the middle of the plate, that usually happens. Yep. Uh, mistake? Yep, 100%. Location? <laughs> yep. Uh, that is what happens to those in D1 baseball, I guess. Mm-hmm. But you didn't make uh, many of those, and you had a enough of a lead there, and you only threw 73 pitches. Was it almost like, a, all right, we, we're going to let our – we're going to let Bill and Sailor carry the rest of the way here? Uh, I, I honestly don't know the whole thought process behind yeah. it. I mean, I, I know anytime you walk a lot of guys, um, it's not a great sign from your pitcher that he's really locked in. So uh, I think at that time, after, the, after like the second two-out walk, um, the coaches were ready to make a change. And so they went to Danny, and then Sailor came in and closed the door. Dominant at times, though, yesterday, Josh. Seven Ks for you in four and two-thirds. Yeah, I, I, I thought I got off to a good start. And um, I thought I got in some trouble there in the, in the fourth. And then, um, obviously, the fifth, I didn't make it out of. But um, I, felt, I felt good the whole outing. And I believe now every starting weekend pitcher has received Pitcher of the Week awards. You received really? one, correct? I did, yeah. Uh, Trey is Savage. And then uh, Carter, who was the Pitcher of the Year last year, said, uh, let me get a weekly award as well. He was named Pitcher of the Week today. So. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, props to Carter for going seven scoreless. He was bummed he couldn't get another one because you guys scored too many runs. Another inning? Yeah, he yeah, wanted another inning. Yeah. <laughs> he would have gone back out there. He had a pretty low pitch count. Yeah. Um, I've never seen that many, that many outs consecutively without getting a strikeout. I think he, I think there was like he didn't get his first strikeout to like the fourth inning or yeah. something like that. It was uh, Maddox esque mm-hmm. uh, for you older baseball fans. Josh Groves joining us. Josh, uh, what was it like to see the bats get rolling nine, uh, ten, and thirteen? And you would have scored more if you'd have played more innings. But man, uh, offense was was clicking this weekend. Yeah, and uh, I said yesterday in my post-game interview that um, the last, I think, three weeks, their offense has really come alive. Ever since we lost to Houston, I think that we've kind of kind of flipped the switch a little bit on, on offense and um, just really gotten off to a great start in the beginning of games, not waiting until the seventh, eighth, ninth inning to, to try and create some momentum. You know, when we, keep, when we start with momentum from the inning one and keep it until the last inning, I think it's really hard for teams to beat us. And like you said, I mean, we're putting up runs at a really high rate, which as a pitcher is always nice because you just got a little more room to work with. You're right. Since Houston, uh, some really big totals. And it kind of reminds me earlier this year, maybe the worst pitching outing for this team was the Duke game. And since then, like the pitching has been on point. So yeah. you kind of have those, I don't know, wake up calls or yeah. whatever they are. Yeah. But but you can kind of see a, a line delineate from there from the Duke game. Pitching has been great since Houston hitting has been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I, I think something to, to look at, too, is, like, the pitching we've we've seen isn't, like, bad. I mean, the guys that we were getting hits off of against Cincinnati, like, they, they got good arms, they got good stuff, and it's just a credit to our hitters, uh, one through nine, and then guys that come off the bench in big spots and getting their, their opportunities or taking advantage of them, and um, it's really hard to to beat a team when we're, we're scoring, we're outscoring our, our opponents, what, what's that, 23, 43 to four or to, to seven so 
Yeah, forty-two seven yeah. to be exact. Um, and ten nothing. Now was a seven inning game. Do you still get uh, pitchers BP? For you know, I would hope so. I don't know. I whenever last Sunday against, uh, or maybe two Sundays ago, whenever we were playing, what was the one before Houston? George Mason, Mason. that one. Eight after, yeah, we didn't do it after that. Oh. I don't think we really had time because we had to. We played the UNCW game and then we flew out on on uh, Thursday or Wednesday. So you're due like two BPs. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not your fault, the team's fault that the hitting's so good you can't play a full nine <laughs> innings. So uh, let's get those pitcher BPs going. Carter said he was the best hitter on the team. That's something Carter would say. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, sounds about right. <laughs> and we're still waiting. Uh, we were thinking about it. Is Sailor the only current pitcher that has taken a bat, in a bat in the game? Um, I think he said that Garrett was one for two, I believe. Yeah, he's one for two. I mean, I know Landon Ginn, he hit at, at junior college, but okay. he has not gotten in that bat in a Pirates jersey. But I, he probably, I mean, I think Cooch had some last year. He maybe had one or two last year. Or the year before that. Oh yeah, I'm saying current because like, yeah, current. we saw Bridges, yeah, Ryder, Bridges had those one. guys. Yeah, yeah, Garrett's the only current player right now that I can think of. All right, we got to fix that, Cliff. Let's get some more uh, pitchers up there with ABs. Uh, so you mentioned Landon Ginn. We hadn't talked about him, uh, but since he's returned to the team, uh, <laughs> just another great arm. To yeah, that he's, he's been throwing it really well, and and uh, it's good to have him back on the on the staff. What's it like to uh, to have Garrett back too? He was he pitched his best game, the game he had to leave down at Campbell, mm-hmm. and then uh, he's able to come in and I didn't get to talk to him hour one. Chandler did, but almost in a save like situation because he comes in up ten. If he gives up a run, the game continues. Right. If not, uh, it's over. So uh, not a pressure situation, but man, it was it was great to see him back out there. Yeah, it was awesome to see him back out there, and it's just it just adds another weapon to our already really deep bullpen and. Um, it's just you know I, I think that we're gonna we're, we're gonna look up in in May and and even I mean on the weekends that we're playing now and, and just be in a really good spot no matter what the score is because uh, our bullpen's very very fresh and we got a lot of good arms in there. If you got a question for Josh Groves, you can get that in. We've uh, been reading some past questions he asked about the the road trip. He says, does having to travel fly a few hours or more really affect the away team negatively, or is it a myth? Can it affect your performance? You know why our teams, this team, so much better at home than the road? Uh, I think a lot of it is is the fans. I mean, it's it's a lot. It's it's always a privilege to play in front of five thousand, six thousand of your own fans. Um, that's not an excuse to play poorly on the road, but uh, I think it's just more comfortable sometimes, maybe for guys to play at home. Um, but good teams doesn't matter where you play, home or away or neutral. You good teams find a way to win. So I don't think that. It's going to be a problem for us um, from now on because I think that, like I said before, we're a totally different team than we were early on in the season, and um, it's not going to matter if we're home or away. All right, uh, Chandler, I don't know if uh, you mentioned this. I I met Jack Dover at Clark LeClaire this weekend, the real Jack Dover, not some guy you think is Jack Dover. (laughs) No, and I'm actually kind of jealous of you because you actually met the Jack Dover. I met him after Saturday's game, I believe. I also met ECU basketball player David Kasaganai. David K. That guy's a man. I love Dave. I'm trying to get him on the show. In fact, you got to get him on here as soon as possible. He was late uh, meeting me because he said he was with the team after the game on Saturday. Like he said, he knows a bunch of you guys. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to get him on the show. So that'll be fun. Dave's a great dude. I love that guy. Uh, Jack. Jack, did you ask uh, Jack's question to Garrett earlier 
from youtube do you remember i'll ask it to josh uh, he says can you ask uh, what a bearcat is yes i did ask that question uh, what a bearcat is yeah and garrett had no answer isn't a bearcat kind of like a mountain lion hmm a mountain lion or like a, a mountain cat yeah a mountain like a wolverine kind of thing okay now we're yeah yeah okay, that's a wolverine yeah but that's not a mountain that's lion. Not, that's not a mountain lion it's kind of like a bobcat it is a weird it's it's body's too big for its head is that something. like known in cincinnati that, that those are just walking around that is a weird looking thing like, they're native to uh south and southeast asia okay which is not very close well, they, to... they got a nice zoo in cincinnati Maybe that's <laughs> yeah a bear cat much rather be a pirate than a bear cat i think i don't know maybe i'm wrong uh we got to talk about jake hunter the dance moves um <laughs> your thoughts on him first of all i think it's hilarious i think it's funny i mean he uh i know like charlie hodges and a bunch of the dudes they always like whenever there's there's a certain song that plays during like a pitch and change yep. or like a like a meeting or something or like a uh, whatever on the mound and everyone just yells at jake to go and uh and get the crowd fired up so, so is he peer pressured in 100 oh, okay yeah. okay because right. i was going to say because I, when i was talking to garrett and carter observing jake as a person whether it's post game in the media scrums or just seeing him on the mound he doesn't seem like a guy that would go out there and do that so no that, it's definitely we're, we're yelling jake and then we're, we're telling him where to look so we'll be like we'll scream like left field or right field or, or the stands or whatever and he just starts st- like you know pointing in the general direction where we're yelling but i think i think he secretly likes to do it but it's i would say it's like 75 percent peer pressure He's really good. Oh, yeah, and, he, uh, goes there and he does his up. best to mix up the moves. I like just when he does right. this number, but he, he had something like that going. He had the sprinkler. Gritty. Had a lot going on, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to ask Josh how many times he's been chewed out by Cliff Godwin. I feel like we've touched on that, and the answer is quite a few, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, earlier in your career. Right, More right. so than later. That's right. Uh, <laughs> if Josh watched the game in the jungle... I don't know if we should ask this question. How many I, I uh, ask it. how many hot dogs would you eat during a game in the jungle? Uh, like a full nine inning game? Yeah. Probably like four. All right. That's a pretty good number. Uh, if that's the only food they have out there, then. Yeah, what would be your preference? Well, like, what else do they have? Like uh, wines. I feel like I Josh see Thomas like, had burgers like pulled out pork there out there yesterday. sometimes. I feel oh, like yeah. Pig picking style? Yeah. You grab you some. i probably uh, crush that. I don't know some pig that'd be pretty yeah. good um thoughts on the powder purple jerseys do you want to see them more less or i think they're really cool yeah i okay. like them we haven't worn them in a while we might i feel like we might wear them at charlotte but you always throw uh, in the gold on sundays yeah uh and a lot of times with a camo hat because you're going for a sweep yes so you like the gold i hope so you throw yeah it i mean it's not really much of a choice <laughs> <laughs> um carter i do like the purple and pin look i like that the too. pinstripes i like my one of my i think my favorite jersey combination is the um the black top with the white hat but like with the the, the american flag on the oh yeah 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 that's one of my favorite looks i that, that's my like my favorite hat i think the right. white hat with the with the red white and blue uh what was your first gaming system I had a, um, I had like a little Game Boy when I was really young. Okay. Like, I had a DS when I was probably in third grade, a little Mario Kart one. Yeah. And then I had a Wii. Mm-hmm. We got a Wii for Christmas in 2008, and my brother and I were playing Wii baseball, 
and I, I didn't I wasn't wearing the strap on the thing. Oh boy. And I threw a remote right through the Christmas tree. Oh boy. <laughs> my dad wasn't very happy. Nah. But uh then then I got a PS three. My brother and I had that when I was in like fourth grade. And then we got a PS four when they came out when I was in like mm, I don't know, eighth seventh grade. And uh yeah. I asked because we were talking about Mario Brothers, and Jamie asked, does Carter know what a Nintendo is? You had a Game Boy. That wasn't too far after Nintendo, but have you ever played an actual Nintendo? Like the first like one? Like the ones that are like rectangles? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, when you said Wii while ago, and I guess maybe baseball would be your favorite thing to play The Wii, Wii Sport one? Yeah. What's your favorite one? Out of the Wii Sports? Yeah. Um... I think bowling's bowling. pretty fun. Bowling. Yeah. bowling. Gotta be bowling. Golf's fun, but it's so hard for for no reason. Um, yeah, bowling and then like tennis. The tennis one's pretty fun. Uh, Josh points out he gave Cincinnati's left fielder a sausage dog yesterday. He did. I saw that on social media. That he was did. pretty cool. Uh, and he was able to to actually hold on to this one, unlike that fly ball that they said <laughs> he caught, but I don't know live i thought he dropped that ball but they said it was on exchange so uh brad says who has the best arm between the guys when slinging the football pregame who you think could throw the longest football out of the group out of the pitchers yeah um you can say yourself if you'd like yeah i think that i can throw one pretty far um 50 60 landing again can throw one pretty good um I know we've asked you about other sports. Did you play football at all? Garrick, though, is, yeah, I, I played football when I was younger, and then I played my freshman year of high school. Quarterback? No. I was like six foot, 150 pounds in high school. I was a freshman. So I played that. I played my, my first year, and then I was done after that. Yeah. I played growing up for about six years. Uh, how is the the arm right now? We're sitting here. You've pitched a lot of innings this year, mm-hmm. uh, but still more to go. You feeling? feeling I feel good? good, yeah, especially because my last two starts um, haven't been that many pitches compared to like i'd say my season average on my last four or five starts um actually i think ucf i threw a decent amount but i mean after throwing 73 yesterday i don't i, don't, I feel pretty good you were 93 six innings um and shout out to seven strikeouts one walk uh but that was on two days short rest right yeah, so yeah w- did that feel any different when you're out there warming up or throwing i actually felt really good because because at houston i didn't throw very money and many i think i threw 64 at houston so uh, coming off like i was on two days rest but like i would i didn't throw what i would consider like a ton of pitches yeah. so the two days rest wasn't that bad for me all right um let's see any other questions you've had uh the past couple of mondays maybe practice um how about a monday practice as opposed to monday off to like i don't know do you have a preference how the week is set up for you game for whatever uh i I think it kind of depends on what the next week looks like and how we played the the previous weekend or that weekend so today was an off day so we just had lift and we had uh, a bit of compliance meeting and then some guys had to get some treatment and throwing in, but uh, Monday off days are nice, especially after a you know a hard like a good fought weekend um, and week. So uh, especially with us traveling a lot, sitting down a lot, um, I think it'll be nice to have an off day today. And then whenever we're flying and, and you kind of lay around the hotel all day, uh, 
your body kind of tightens up so are you coming back here after charlotte or no we're okay. we're staying in charlotte and flying out on thursday gotcha so road warriors and yep. then uh, nc state coming up next week uh before tulane comes to town so got a little road stretch coming up here mm-hmm. uh i know it was asked earlier in the chat um outside of like north carolina nc state who do you consider a rival do you have a conference rival uh probably tulane okay and we'll see them coming up april 28th 29th and 30th and uh you owe them from last year they were able to uh beat ecu in a series uh how about i mean at this point is campbell a rivalry I mean, yeah i'd say like non-conference in-state rivalries probably campbell um obviously nc state but uh unc but those those are probably the top three I don't know. State, I, I don't think State. we've talked to you since. Have we talked to you since the state uh, game? Mm-hmm. Just like no, I don't think so. Which you guys have had great crowds, whether it be George Mason, Cincinnati, whoever. But um, we, Josh Moylan, hit that home run early in the game, and I said, Josh, that reminded me of your Virginia home run. Mm-hmm. It was early in the game, first run on the board, and he said, I had that same thought because it was such a regional like atmosphere yeah it was um and you didn't get to pitch in that because uh it's midweek but mm-hmm. like you, you kind of you feel that energy i'm sure yeah no that definitely felt like a regional super regional atmosphere and i'd expect the same thing whenever we go there next tuesday um but yeah that was definitely the best crowd we've had all year i, I bet you that unc game coming up is going to be a great crowd too oh yeah a uh, chance to get them three times in one year is uh is on the table for you mm-hmm. guys that'll be a uh, May the 3rd, and then Old Dominion coming up May 9th, and then uh, another one against Campbell yep. May 16th. That's the uh, rest of the non-conference schedule for the Pirates, who sit right now 28-8. and Are you aware that you're the only team in the top 25 to not lose a game last yeah, week? Yeah, I saw that on Twitter this morning, which is pretty cool. That is a cool stat. A lot of upsets this past week. Yeah, and uh, eight straight victories did you, uh, for did, these Pirates. Did you see Ryder Giles close it out against LSU? Um, I... Did, I saw that it happened. I did not see it. It was pretty, we were watching it live, and it was. I was really happy for me. It was a it was a pretty cool moment. Shout out to Ryder who correctly said John Rahm would win the Masters as well. Ryder's, a, Ryder's a golf guy. He knows a lot. He's well. I've all, I've never golfed with Ryder, but I've heard Ryder could be an amateur golfer if he really wanted to. He uh, he's not great at picks. Uh, at least he wasn't last year. But he made up for it with that pick. So Ryder's back in my good graces after giving me that pick. Uh, but yeah, cool to see you uh, keeping up with uh, you know former teammate there. Yeah, and uh, we enjoyed talking to him last year on the players' lounge. Uh, you got Burley. In the minors, Gavin, uh, or Burley in the majors, Gavin and Connor Norby tearing it up. So, uh, you keeping up? Uh, I mean, it's cool to see all those pirates right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, I'd say that I keep up with Gavin pretty well, and uh, and CJ Mayhew and, and Agnos, and talk to Norby every now and then. But um, yeah, it's it's good to see those guys playing really well. I know that scouts have been to Clark LeClaire Stadium, and and some have looked at you. Have you talked to anybody like? pro-wise about uh baseball career anything like that um i haven't talked to besides the scout meetings we had in the fall i haven't like physically talked to any scouts um what are the scout meetings the they are right before winter break i believe right before you go home for winter break i think i think they're 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 either right before winter break or right when you get back and you talk do you meet with the scouts? yeah they're either face to face or like over a zoom okay Hey, so talk I'm, about I'm your at, strengths. And yeah, stuff. you talk about like like who you are as a player. They ask you questions. Like okay, what are your strengths and weaknesses. What do you 
what do you like you know what what do you see yourself improving on in the next few years what do you see your biggest struggles what do you um you know like do you have any questions for us about who we are as an organization and stuff like that so it's it's definitely pretty cool and I, I had a few teams reach out with that but um I try not to think about that as much yeah. as I can. <laughs> well, through 36 games, I'll kind of steal some of those questions, Josh. What are you happy with about your 2023 season so far, and what do you want to do better as you, you go down this final stretch here? Uh, personally, I, I'm happy with uh, my stuff, like my you know, like the command of my pitches and and uh, the way that I've been able to consistently go out there and, and have quality starts. Um, the thing that I'm – most frustrated with and working to improve is just the walks. I mean, I think I've walked, I don't know, 30 people. 25. Okay, almost. But that's, that's just, I don't know, that's never a good, never a great um, sign of having command. But I do believe I do have a good command on my stuff. And so I need to get the walks down. Um, but I feel like I've been just competing all year and trying not to think too far ahead. I try to take every start and go one to know in my start and then just have that kind of mindset and then uh after my start's over just prepare myself for the next week and i feel like i've done a good job of that so far so i just want to continue that and uh, i feel like if i do that enough and you know just follow with trey and and spivey's shoes then you know, we'll look up in May, and, and we'll still be in a good spot like we are right now. Well, you're uh, you're having an awesome year, uh, actual-wise and numbers-wise. you got a lot of silver medals here. You're second on the team in ERA. You're second on the team in strikeouts. Uh, you uh, are the only pitcher with a shutout and one of two pitchers with a complete game. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so numbers are, are stacking up here. The the one is the one you know about, the walks. That's all you got to do. Yeah, that's not a good thing to be <laughs> in the lead in. But, uh, and also second on the team in innings pitch this year uh, with 50. I don't know. Trey's anything. got 82 strikeouts. That's pretty good. Yeah, He's that's a number. pretty big number. Trey something else, I'll tell you. About that. <laughs> that, that, dude, that dude's one of the best pitchers I've ever been around. Uh, two three two ERA, though. You'll live with that. That's uh, solid. And 4-0 and on the, t- on the uh, year. Uh, sparkling numbers from Josh Gross. All right. Don't look at those too much. Yeah. Like nope, you'll get in trouble. Yeah. yeah I will get in trouble. <laughs> they don't mean anything. Don't, don't pay no attention. All right, Josh. Uh, let's see. Anything else you've been, you've been watching anything? Uh, TV, movie I, I finished 1923 and 1883. Oh, the, like uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah. 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 Uh, those were outstanding. I don't, I think there's two seasons of 1883. Or 1923. No, they're coming out with a second season in 1923. But All right. I've only seen the ones that are streaming on Paramount, so I haven't seen the new ones yet. I have not watched the latest season of Yellowstone. I haven't either. I haven't watched it. I'm waiting for that to come on the streaming thing, too. I was going to say, so it's not, a, not I don't, yet? Not last time I checked, it wasn't. It might right. be now, but I'll check it. All right. Good stuff. Uh, anything else? Chandler, you did a great job asking questions earlier. You got one for Josh or you? No, no further questions? No further questions, Your Honor. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, we will uh, talk to you next time. Thanks Sounds for joining good. us, yeah. man. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.